people, they're just like, who do you think you are? I don't know. I'm a Mara fucking Luciano. <laughs> I used to shy away from words like power, but then it was something I really wanted. No matter how good and perfect you are perceived on the outside, if it's a lie, it's a lie. Then sticking with and wallowing in the past, we're moving into something better, something whole, something deeper, something that has you constantly in the driver's seat. I think the way we're conditioned nowadays is like when you hear power, you're like badass. We've got to be a badass. You're in the leather jacket and have the dark makeup. And when you look at someone like me, I don't even think that you necessarily assume that we would do something like shadow work because I'm very romantic and loving and happy. But that's kind of the beautiful flip side of all of that. Where there's gentleness, there's also ferocity. That level of strength, that level of conscious choice is so incredibly powerful. It is your power. Trusting that your worth is so much deeper than something some old king, priest, emperor laid down on you. Really, it's about whether or not we vibe, whether or not we connect, whether something I say lands. I would rather we show a whole hell of a lot more compassion, kindness to ourselves, and therefore by extension to each other, rather than focusing on how we get it all to work or how we control people or manipulate people into giving us what we want. It's like, dude, just chill. <laughs> back to the show let me tell you <laughs> i got shit to say i got things to do on this podcast i am so impressed with myself though i have to say and you should be too <laughs> there's seven episodes on this new podcast seven i've done seven of those i'm so blown away by my own commitment my own willingness to try things my own willingness to be creative my own willingness to open up and share with you real-time insights that I may have just walked away with five minutes ago or five months ago, but putting it out there so that you have it in your experience and you get to partake a little bit in my energy. One of the best gifts of, you know, in being around me in general, working with me, being friends with me, being in my life in some way is you get access to these incredible epiphanies. They just start to happen. You're borrowing my energy and that's what comes forward is you're able to kind of process, mentally process in a different way. And you come to these really beautiful conclusions usually simplistic in nature they're not overly complicated it's easy for you to understand and it usually comes from your own place and also i have so much wisdom to offer as well so like between your intuition my wisdom coming together and that simplistic insight coming through in those aha epiphany moments you're you're living it so you get to you get to have a taste of that on this podcast and i'm so happy that i found something that i enjoy doing so that i can offer that and so that i can you know <laughs> support you partake with you in life and all of these experiences and help you navigate so i was having a moment just now where i'm like things are really coalescing for me like things are coming together it's like a culminating thought emerging and a new epiphany if you will to share i have been going through it okay honey let me tell you been going through it life's curveball curve balls have been real I wrote a newsletter a while back and in it I talked about how I have gate 51 from a human design perspective or gene 51 from a gene keys perspective. My mom always says I sound like gene keys, jinkies, like Velma. Gene keys perspective. Gate 51 in my unconscious Mars, it talks about my core wound and the story of like the the story that my energy is telling. And essentially I have this capability or this ability to respond to life's curveballs in one of two ways. Either I'm going to be rocked by the thunderstorms and those curveballs, or I can awaken to unconditional love because of them. 
And I'm seeing that now. I'm seeing that in this week that I'm having where I feel like there's a lot of life happening and specifically a lot of curveballs, a lot of things coming out of left field, uh, things that I have been manifesting kind of coming to fruition just on timelines and in timing that I wasn't expecting. So I can see all of that and I can see the opportunity as well to awaken to this unconditional love theme. One thing that has come through me in the last 24 hours that has just, again, put this all into perspective is we've got to get curious instead of critical. We've got to get curious instead of critical. You know, I found myself today going, I feel like shit. I feel like shit. And the natural inclination, the things that I've been taught, what I see all around us is that when that happens, you just kind of stay feeling like shit. Like you don't really, first of all, most of us are not taught how to lift our mood or move away unless it's like doing drugs, doing alcohol, whatever. And then there's therapy, which is nice. But like, we don't know how to sit and be with our emotions. We don't know how to process our own emotions. From a human design perspective, about half the population of the world has an undefined emotional center. So we don't necessarily even transmute the energies that we are or the emotions that we are receiving in the way that the other half of the population does. You know, this is something that I came to recently with my best friend and realizing that she kind of completes this emotional wave. I have a gate that reaches out towards the ego center and that's a particular emotional wave, a particular way in which My friend, for example, naturally not only generates her own emotions, but processes them and transmutes them into something else. I'm very good at the stewing part, right? Receiving the emotion, stewing on it, it building in reaction to other things as well. And then not knowing what to do with it and just kind of feeling weighed down and dense and heavy. And so I've been thinking about it. I'm like, you know, on any other day, if I had noticed this, if I had noticed that I was feeling like shit, like I'm down, I'm low, whatever, I would just be like, damn, I'm feeling like shit. <laughs> you know, I feel low. I'm feeling like shit. This fucking sucks. Got it. <laughs> okay. And just kind of be like, in, like stuck in it. Stuck in it. Just stuck in it, not moving. Just stuck in that low, low, low vibe, for lack of a better word in that low energy. And so I was thinking about it today. And there's almost then after that, like this kickback that comes from it, where it's like, you should be perking up, or why are you feeling sad? Or, you know, there's this like judgmental voice that can come up for me, or this very critical tone that I'll get where it's like, you know, there's a lot of other shit going on right now, or like, there's more shit going on in the world beyond you or, and you know, more of this like, compounding of guilt and shame in order to get myself out like that's one way to try to get myself out of an emotional thong but it's not the only way and it's not it's certainly not the most motivating way for me personally I'm motivated by love and being loved like not shaming myself and guilting myself uh and talking shit to myself so I was thinking about it and I'm like huh this is this is interesting and then that's when it clicked I was like even just thinking along those lines of, huh, this is interesting, moved me out of this space of kind of running down this spiral of, you know, feeling bad that I was feeling bad, criticizing the fact that I was feeling bad. And I came to this conclusion where I I suddenly, it kind of dawned on me, a large part of the reason why we all struggle so much is because we're not given space. We don't feel empowered to empathize with ourselves. 
let that sink in for a moment. Because curiosity, curiosity means it's, I'm inviting you to help me understand. Curiosity is like, I don't get this. It's an admission that I don't have the answer necessarily. I don't understand how this works. And so I'm curious, I'm, I'm interested in figuring out how this works. I'm interested in understanding where this is coming from. I'm interested in hearing your side. I'm interested in figuring out how to work with this, how to leverage this, how to flip this. I'm interested in learning. I'm interested in growing because of this. I'm interested in relating to this as opposed to that critical component of there is a right or wrong answer and the way that you're approaching this is wrong. The way you feel is wrong. You shouldn't be reacting this way. You shouldn't be feeling this way. You shouldn't be and on and on and on and it goes. Like you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be at all in this state. So why are you? And it comes from that same space of like when people are like, well, why are you sad? Why are you mad? I don't get it. Why are you mad? Why are you feeling some type of way? It's that same energy. You know what I'm talking about when people talk to you like that? <laughs> like it doesn't make you feel like you have the space. That It doesn't make you feel safe enough to express what's going on. Because let's be real. Let's face it. It may very well be fucking irrational. It may not be logical at all. And that's okay. That's also okay. It may be 100% complete garbage, whatever the fuck you're feeling. It may not even be yours. That's the most hilarious part of it all. But the fact is, it's in your experience right now. And to dismiss it, ignore it, we know where that goes, right? Believe me, we know, I know where that goes. I know what path that leads to. That leads to grudges, that leads to sickness, disease. Uh, It leads to all of that. It leads to a shit show. But so does trying to force yourself out of it using criticism as a way to motivate you. I'm not motivated by criticism, certainly not the way I fucking grew up. And yet that is the tactic that I'm constantly employing because I'm recycling my trauma. I'm recycling my trauma in order to stop traumatizing. Like, do we see, do we see how that doesn't work? (laughs) Like how that doesn't make sense. And yet I find that I'm not the only one that does this. And I find this is not the only reason why we walk around with all of these. We have such an unhealthy relationship with our insecurities. And we have such an unhealthy relationship with our self-esteem. Or we go through these rocky periods or these hits, these moments of shit feels good. I feel good. And then let life happen. Let something go down. And suddenly you can't handle it. Now it's like you're the worst human being ever. Instead of getting critical, let's get curious. Let's invite ourselves to go deep with ourselves, to be available to any reason, any feeling, and get out of this space of judgment. Because I also feel like, You know, I'm someone that loves to study. I love to learn. I love to investigate. I love to go deeper. I love to dive deep. I know a lot of shit. I have a lot of knowledge. I also have a lot of wisdom because in almost 30 years on this earth, I've lived a lot of life, which I'm sure you can relate to. And so between all of that, between the wisdom and the knowledge, I I know a lot. And yet, I don't know everything. I couldn't and I wouldn't want to. 
It would make future experiencing boring. Experiencing more in the future would be boring. Because I know, if I already know, if I've already been there, then what was the point? So with that in mind, I have found myself in relationship to other people trying to step back a lot more and do a lot more listening instead of leaning into whatever they're talking about, whatever, using my knowledge and diving in right away. Never mind the fact that that's not even correct for me in the first place. Um, but it's less of it's It's more so allowing myself to admit through the space or through the lens of curiosity that I couldn't possibly have all the answers. There's no way that I need to be willing to let my hypothesis be wrong, to let my suspicions be incorrect and let myself be surprised, maybe even delighted by what I have, what I, what's available for me to learn. Because then I have more to share as well. If I'm always learning and I'm always growing, then there's always more for me to not just receive, but give. So it works out in my favor, no matter what, to be wrong more often than not. But it also allows me to empathize, not just with other people, but with myself. Because if I'm assuming that I know why I'm reacting this way, and I'm also assuming that because I know why I'm reacting this way, it's also wrong. I have all of these preconceptions and expectations and these morals that are not even mine these values that are not even mine that I that have been heaped on me instead of me actually taking you know the time to decide them based on those things that have nothing to do with me if I start assuming from that lens then I'm constantly going to be berating myself I'm constantly going to be an antagonist to myself and this is my fucking story. Like, is that really main character energy? I don't know. This is my story. And I can't be writing it as though I'm the villain to begin with. You know, I can't be writing it without ever being an ally to myself or being in my own corner. And so through that lens of curiosity, you're also inviting yourself to like ally with yourself to be to get your own to have your own back. To feel got in a situation before someone else gets involved, before you tap the lifelines and reach out to the people that you love. To know that no matter what you do and no matter what you say and no matter what you find yourself experiencing, whatever happens in life, you are always in your corner. You are always willing and open to understand yourself deeper as opposed to shame yourself from growing Like, that is unconditional love. <laughs> that is unconditional love. It's just being open and willing to understand as fully as possible, maybe going deeper every single time. And I think that's what I'm inviting myself to do through this time of my life, through this week where it's chaotic and crazy. I mean, like, when I tell you it's, like, anywhere from layoffs to funerals to birthday parties to like I mean everything it is happening in one week like so much death life like so you know what I mean like celebration of life loss of loss of life 
fucking loss of income. Like there's just so much going on and it's it would be so easy for me to get swept away. And then to be swept away, get emotionally overwhelmed. And then after all of that, tell myself I should be stronger. I should be better. I should be able to handle X, Y, Z and keep berating myself until I trigger like a a depressive episode. (laughs) I could go down that route. That is available to me. Or I can just, or I can just, (laughs) I can just be, be open and curious to, to whatever it is that is actually bothering me. What is making me emotionally reactive or feel overwhelmed? Why do I feel like shit? Why did I have a terrible time sleeping? Asking the questions instead of presuming the answers. And let alone presuming those answers in a fucking sarcastic, nasty, shaming tone. A sardonic tone. I want to give life to myself. There's so much power in my word in my voice in my actions in my mind there's i have so much in my body i have more power in my little thumb my little thumb my little pinky finger than any circumstance that's going on right now around me that's ultimately going to prove temporary anyway but i won't be able to see that if i'm coming at it from the place of i'm wrong to begin with I'm wrong for experiencing what I'm experiencing. I'm wrong for creating the experience that I'm having. Because while I didn't create life's events in this week, I am creating the experience of those events right now. And I can get on my case and I understand the incentive. Like I understand the context. I understand why I would go about doing it that way. (laughs) Because tough love because I grew up with said tough love because I thought and I used to think and I probably was motivated by those things at one point, especially because fear of rejection, fear of social isolation is a real thing. It would feel like death to a child and it's a fear of death that you would probably not unlearn even as an adult. I get it. However, (laughs) however, pause (laughs) one moment. However, that is not, that's not going to actually help me now. And I have an opportunity here to understand myself through the lens of this situation or these various situations. I can understand myself deeper, understand myself from a new angle, understand myself in a way I couldn't have even imagined, which would only then allow me to let go more, to feel empowered more, to respond in a different way, to choose with intention how I want to show up in each of these events throughout these circumstances, throughout this week. So much power there is now suddenly available because I came at it from the space of curiosity as opposed to criticism and doubt. You feel me? I bet you do. I bet you was like, oh, I needed to hear this. I know you did because I definitely did. I needed to like let this epiphany come out into the world. I needed to, because this has been circling in my thoughts and I'm like, I've been coming to it and then now letting it out and speaking it out, I feel liberated and I almost feel excited. Like, you know, that feeling of rubbing your hands together and cackling, that's kind of what I feel because now I have 
now I'm starting to see this week and my perspective is starting to change where I see this week as like a time to play. Although it's heavy because life gets heavy sometimes, although this week is heavy from an outside perspective in particular, anyone else looking at this week of my life would be like, this is heavy. I get to play with that. I get to see how I want to filter that through my being, my existence, my experience. So that's pretty exciting. That experimental side of me or like that scientist in me is just like, yes, let's see what happens. What will happen? And I, I will most undoubtedly <laughs> report my findings either in a newsletter, a blog post, or another episode. So look out for that. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the show. Don't forget to leave your girl a review. And then definitely send out this podcast. Share it with people. Talk about it. Talk about what you learned. Talk about how your perspective has changed. Tell me. You can email me. You can go to my website. Contact me. It's all there for you. You know what to do. You're an adult. You're grown. <laughs> We'll talk soon. Bye. So Amara is a very direct person. She's very no-nonsense, and she doesn't coddle people. Are you in my head? (laughs) (laughs) When I started looking into your classes and Strut Your Story was first, and I was like, we're a wallflower. Like we just hang out and we hide and we gotta fix that first. You're not you're not going to coddle someone or do the oh baby and oh look I'm taking care. No no no. You you give real love. I have to say when you give honest and direct advice information, it's not like it comes out rough and ragged. It's a nice clean like where it's like oh. Yeah, she's right. It comes with a it comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of great knowledge and it comes mm-hmm. from a place of understanding. It was exactly what I needed at the right time. And I'm so grateful to you, Amara. You know, she's 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 a fucking icon.